I'm going to ask my ideal school question, but for you, I've got to phrase this a little bit differently because, I mean, you can address it both ways, I guess, but my guess is that your ideal school is not a school at all or, or is very, very different. But if we want to use the idea of public funding and we want to have some part, like we have an institution established, right? Like people send their kids to school, they trust school, the, the, the funding is there, you can get a building, you can get a staff. And so when I've talked about this before, maybe like with Jim Dunning, you know, he just wants to toss it all. And I'm like, well, you got some stuff there that's working that would take you a century to recreate. And so maybe is there a way to adapt it? So for you, like if you could create your own school, very little oversight, legislation, whatever, but you have a budget, you have whatever kind of building or campus that you think is appropriate. Like what would be the ideal school for you thinking, you know, what would work for most students? And then if that is not a school, talk about that too. But if, if we keep it in terms of like public education, what would you think would be the ideal school? How can we do this better? Well, I always like to call it college for kids. I would love to see something like that where it was an open campus and they could just take the classes that they wanted to or not take the classes. You know, if they didn't want to go to classes, that's fine. But there's an art lab that they can go to. And there's a teacher there if they want to have their questions answered or they want to work on something. Or there's a computer lab and somebody's there that can show them coding if they want to go in there and learn coding. So I'd love to have it completely filled with all the tools of our time. And that could be iPads and computers and playground equipment and plants and trees and all sorts of things. But I like the idea of you being able to take a class because you're interested in it and want to go to it regardless of your age. So I'd like to see the age segregation stop so that people can be in classes based on their ability and their interests, not because they're six or not because they're 15. Because we find that a lot at Embark that, and that's sometimes a thing where parents are a little concerned about, but it, it works itself out. The people that are interested in the classes that they're interested in come into those classes regardless of their ages. So, so we'll have 12 year olds and 18 year olds in the same class. So I'd love to see that. I really like the idea of just being able to get access to the teaching and the mentors and the knowledge and the information in a community setting. So going way back to what we were talking about with the online learning, I, I think it's got benefits to it, but it is not ideal. I think we need to be with each other. We are very social animals. So that's what's hurting us the most right now with coronavirus is that we are looking at each other through a screen and we are not able to be with each other. So I'd like to see it where they could be with each other. So I'm not in the place of throwing everything out. I just would like to take what we have and make it better. I'd love for schools not to look like prisons. That would also be fantastic. Let's put some comfortable furniture in there. You know, My, my not... classroom, just so you know, I have, I, I believe that I'm well liked at my school and I get very good results and all that. I have probably the worst classroom in the building, maybe one of the worst ones in the county. It is very small. It has a server room in the back, so it gets randomly very, very hot at certain points of the day, just at random, and there are no windows. It's just cinder block walls the whole way around. Um, you know, and I, that's always my joke. It's how I know they actually don't like me is they, they stuck me in this almost literal prison cell. Um, you know, and that's my, I, I decorate it up okay, and most people don't even really notice in the end, but you know, I notice because I'm in there all the time. Um, I, thinking campus-wise, I haven't been to Embark, so I don't know how you guys are set up. I've interviewed, I've been to schools that have an open campus. It's a high school, but you walk outdoors between the places. Obviously, I've been on college campuses, things like that. What do you think would be the right facility? Literally, like what would school look like 
to help facilitate the model that you're suggesting? Like, can you even do it in the current school building? Can we let's do it, the or? let's do the built more. Let's go there. (laughs) You have everything you need. We'll just fill it with more computers and art studios and music labs. Um, So Embark is a building from the 1700s. It was once a home. The same family lived there for about 200 years. And then they parceled it off and made apartments out of it in the 70s. And then they made it a commercial building. So it is filled with furniture that's sort of comfortable furniture. We have one room that has a big table in it that we like to sit around. We don't have any place with desks in a row like a traditional setting. I don't think we need to have it. It can look whatever... Here's, here's actually the best answer. Why don't we let the students design it themselves? They can pick the furniture. They can pick the stadium seating if they want it. They can pick the stage. They can pick the toys that they want or the tools that they want or the playground equipment or the location because that's really who's in there, right? So if I were to pick my school, it'd be a little different than your school, right? Mm-hmm. So if we're going to go with this fantasy, which I love, this is one of my favorite things to imagine what it would look like. Um, it would be let them build it and let them run it too. Let's go back to the voices and choices. There are plenty of schools that are democratically run in the United States and they do it. Those young people run it right alongside the staff. There's some schools where they can even vote the staff out every year and the staff sort of has to do a little campaign to see if they're going to stay. And Embark, we do consensus and restorative justice. We're small. So we're able to work things out individually with all of our members or a group in a community meeting that we have once a week. And that means it can be hard. We clean the building together. So we have a lot of arguments about toilet cleaning, but we also work out our problems together. Part of my perfect world school too, is that they get to run it and they get to choose it and create it. Yeah, that's good. So I'm, I'm going to toss this out just because as you're talking about this, I, I don't, you might, you'll like at least parts of this. And I've, I don't know where I came up with the idea, but I've been playing with this for a while. So if you, or if anyone listening likes this, that's great, but don't steal my idea. You got to bring me on board as shopping malls across the country are falling apart, I want to buy a shopping mall. You already have parking, you have utilities, you have bathrooms, you have a food court, and then you start with one wing, like one section of the mall, and some of those rooms are actual, like literal just classrooms that it's open in the front, you can just walk in and sit in class. Some of them could be shop space for your whatever. You take the department store on that end, and that is your gym. Like that's your gymnasium because it's a big open space, whatever. And then the first year or two, you try to attract as many kids who are into skilled craft, skilled trade jobs as you can. And their job in their classes is to build out the rest of the mall so you can adapt the different storefronts to be different kinds of classes or classrooms. You know, right? You already have these, like, especially in like the cool 80s malls, like you have fountains, you have these like open spaces you could just sit and talk, you know? And so everyone's trying to recreate these like trendy Google sort of settings where there's beanbag chairs and scooters and stuff. And meanwhile, we have buildings that are literally designed for this sort of thing that are just sitting and rotting. And so I want to take a shopping mall and convert it. And the way you make it cost effective to change the build out is you actually have the students do in, in the first few years, those are the students who do the design and the construction on the rest of the mall. So you really only have to start with a section. And then that way you could facilitate sort of what you had said about like the college for kids because you have a campus, right? Anything about a mall has everything else that you would need for a school. Like everything's already there. You just have to change some of, some of the, the surface stuff. So I don't know if that's actually, you know, if I was starting ground up, I don't know if that's what I would do. But I think for me that that's a thing that would get me very close to what I think is ideal. 
and it would be a lot cheaper than trying to build it from scratch. You could take this rotting real estate and turn it into something productive that the community is already sort of centered around in certain ways. I don't know. That's why I say like, you got to think outside the box. I'm sure there's better ways to do it. But to your idea of, of sort of having that campus is great. And so I'm always thinking like, how do you make the building reflect what you want to happen inside of it? And that's the best I've come up with so far. It's way cheaper than the Biltmore. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's, it's cheaper than, cheaper I, than rebuilding, I, yeah. Right. I love that idea. That's amazing. There's all those atriums. They get so much light. They're so, they're much, I think that's a much better design than some of the prison designs of schools. I, and I'm, I'm not saying that to be cruel, but actually a lot of architects for schools are the same architects that build prisons too. So, so I would love to see the mall version, especially as a kid from the eighties. I have so many happy memories in the mall. (laughs) Now you go to the mall and half the things are closed and there's, there's nothing but like, old ladies walking fast and (laughs) like what's going on here 